to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. It's great to have you joining us again today. These are some challenging times we're in and what's taking place in Israel. Just absolutely awful and terrible. And between the time that I record this and the time that this gets published and you're listening to it, uh, who knows what other events will have taken place, but uh, we certainly uh, are, are praying for the people of Israel and the family members, those who've lost loved ones in some of the most horrific ways you possibly could, as well as those that are still holding on the hope for their loved ones that are hostages. And the Bible tells us to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, so that seems like a wise thing for us to do anytime, let alone in a time like this. And I would encourage you to follow my social media on on X or what used to be Twitter, at Rick McDaniel, Instagram, it's Rick McDaniel underscore official, and on Facebook, it's Rick McDaniel H-I-L. Uh, where I'll have more stuff that I can, uh, you might be able to uh, to read or or to see. Uh, so, just want to start with that uh, before we get into talking about where, what we're going to talk about today. Just kind of have to be able to do that, and I would just encourage you uh, to to um, to really be praying for and lifting folks up in this whole situation because it's just terrible in so many, many ways. And after the Holocaust, and we, you know, you just think that I always think, you know, how I went, I've been to Dachau, I've been to concentration camp and like, how could this have ever happened? How could human beings do this to other fellow human beings? And you just think, oh, that'll never happen again. And then something like this happens, certainly not over a period of time. And they're not, the circumstances aren't the same, but, but the result, and I mean, wow, 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 wow. So, it's certainly uh, distressing and concerning on so many levels. So um, let's just be in prayer uh, about that. I would also just encourage you to uh, continue rickmcdaniel.com. That's just the best place to go. If you didn't catch some of those social media uh, handles, all that's there, as well as, as lots of other stuff that you can take advantage of. You may... Um, Remember, two weeks ago, I did an episode on 10 negative expressions uh, we need to stop saying to ourselves. And and then after I did that, I was just thinking more and more about it and, and realizing, even though I ended that episode with five positive affirmations to say... I started thinking, you know, there are positive expressions. In fact, there are more positive expressions than negative expressions. I believe, at least in my mind, that I can come up with that we should be saying to ourselves. And I thought I should do an episode 15 positive expressions to start saying to ourselves. These are statements that I say to myself all the time, just like I mentioned in in. Uh, and the negative expressions, you know, ones that I just don't want to participate in, don't don't want to say those things. These are the positive ones. And, you know, psychologists have something that they call the your explanatory style. It's how you explain what happens to you in life. And you can have a pessimistic or an optimistic explanatory style. I mean, it just it just comes down to that. And, you know, positive thoughts bring positive results. Negative thoughts bring negative outcomes. They call that the law of attraction. I mean, when you're feeling good and positive, then more positivity floats 
to you. It comes to you when you're down in the dumps and your woe is me, you know, pity party, then it's harder to break the pattern of negativity. I mean, that's it. So two weeks ago, I'm like, let's get let's get these negative expressions out of our vocabulary. Absolutely. But let's get the positive ones in, you know, positive thinking, positive attitude, positive mindset, however, whatever you want to call it. My alma mater, Duke University, has done research on this as, as well as others. But here, here you go. Just right, right off the bat, you, you, um, you handle stress better. You have better coping skills. You have enhanced mental health. You have greater resistance to the common cold. I never get sick. I never have a cold. My wife's had a cold. Then she actually got another one. And she's like, you never get sick. And you're right next to me. Yeah, even with your germs. My wife... I, I, some of you know, you should go back and listen to these episodes, why I never got COVID, even though I traveled, what, I'm up to something like uh, seven, no, seven, nine countries, 17 states, uh, you know, multiple flights on airlines, restaurants, gym, never stopped anything, never changed my, basically my life never changed during the pandemic, never had COVID ever. Greater resistance to the common cold, increased physical well-being, longer lifespan. Here's one from Duke. Make more money. Positive people, <laughs> positive mindset, positive attitude, positive outlook people make more money. Lower rates of depression. Sure, of course. Reduce risk of cardiovascular disease. I mean, that is quite a list. What is that? Seven or eight things that I mentioned. I mean, that that's... That ought to just, you ought to just be sold. I'm going to do it, man. I've got to adopt this way of thinking, this mindset, because look at what it has done for my life. Look at all the positive benefits that could be coming my way or already are if you already have this mindset. And if not, look at what could be coming my way. I would just again say to you on the Bible app, the Version Bible app, largest one in the world, gigantic. I have a five-day plan called Mindset Matters. Just go on there, hit the search button, type in Mindset Matters, and you can start that. That'll help you. That's one one direction. But let's let's spend today's episode on these 15 expressions to start saying to ourselves. If you say some of them, keep saying them to yourselves. But man, I tell you, I'm excited about this because there, this will change you. It absolutely will change you. All right, here we go. First one, I get to. As opposed to, I have to. I get to go to work today. I have a job. What, what a blessing that is. I get to work out and stay healthy and be able to be strong and live long and enjoy my life. Now, I get to go out on a date with my spouse, my husband or wife, not I have to, we got to do this to keep the relationship, you know, strong. And there's such a negative mind, you know, I got to do this, I got to do that, I got to do this. And just changing it to I get to, but just start your day, just say, I get to, I get to do these things. And you say, yeah, but what about traffic, Rick? Yeah, what about traffic? Well, you still have a job and the job creates money for you and that provides for you and your family and allows you to do all these things and be without a job and all of a sudden you might have a different perspective. Well, let's not go without a job. Let's just have this expression, I get to. I get to. I get to do this. I get to do that. I'm fortunate to be able to do it. I don't have to. I get to. Here's another one. 
I can do, I can do it. This is based on Philippians 4.13 in the Bible. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do it. That's a phrase you should say, not I can't do it. I can do it. Have a can do attitude. And this is an expression you should hear yourself saying, I can do it. I can do it. It's challenging, but I can do it. It's hard, but I can do it. There's an obstacle, but I can do it. And just saying this over and over again to yourself makes an incredible difference in your life. Don't say, I can't do it. If you hear yourself saying can't, stop yourself and say, I can. I can do it. Here's another one. When one door closes, uh, the next one opens. Just because there's an obstacle, I was just talking about obstacle, right? Just because there's an obstacle in the way, just because there's a barrier in the way of your goal right now, doesn't mean that it won't move or that a new door will open, a new open door of opportunity. So things, this is the nature of life is seasons and transitions this is it endings endings are not bad things by the way they're appropriate they're necessary henry cloud wrote this book necessary endings great book if you want to delve into it more you know there's things close and then and then new doors open so just have that kind of attitude not oh my gosh oh this is terrible woe is me my life is over everything stinks no no One door closes and uh, a new door opens. And of course, the new door could be better, but you never get to the new door because you're you're too uh, stuck on the closed door. Here's another one. A problem is an opportunity. Yes. In corporate world, they sometimes want to rephrase problems as challenges, which, you know, I, I love that, you know, it's a challenge. That's what it is. It's a challenge. Now, I'm going to spend an entire set of episodes talking about problems. So get ready for that. That's coming. But if you have a problem, then look on the affirmative side and say, all right, how can I fix this? While working through the problem or shortly after you fix it, many times is when new opportunities present themselves. Can you see the opportunity? Can you seize the opportunity? It's one of my famous messages. Seeing an opportunity and seizing an opportunity. It's, 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 it's what it's all about. The Bible, again, Ephesians 5.15, make the most of every opportunity. So instead of seeing uh, problems as hindering you say this is a problem that can lead to an opportunity it's just challenge that needs to be overcome and I can overcome it all right here's one said it many times believe it with all my heart tough times never last tough people do working through something difficult allows you to gain new Problem-solving skills, coping skills, stress management skills. 
And of course, ultimately, it, it grows you and develops you. We'll talk more about that here in a moment. Tough times never last, tough people do. I'll never forget I was sitting uh, in my office across the desk from me was this big tatted up biker guy. And I was talking to him because he was in trouble with the law again and alcohol and all these things. And I said to him, I said, listen, you may be physically tough, but you're mentally weak. He popped out of the chair and came, started to come across my desk. And um, then he stopped. And he looked at me and kind of snarled. And he said, you're right. I hate to say it, but you're right. My mental toughness does not equal my physical toughness. And when I talk about tough times, never lie. I mean, I believe in physical toughness, and I realize maybe for everyone that's not possible. But uh, for me, you know, for me, it's it's important to be able to be physically tough. That's the kind of way I came up. You come up through football and sports and all those things. I mean, that's going to happen. But Everyone needs to be mentally tough and tough times never last and tough people do. You need to be mentally tough, mentally strong so that you can work through the the challenges of life. All right, here's another one. You lose or you learn. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. That's That's a fact. So it's so important to say, I want to win. I love to win. Winning is great. No doubt about it. And I'm all for that. Believe me, I, I absolutely positively am. I mean, I am a super competitive person and I love to win in everything that I do. I love my teams to win. And, you know, winning makes you happy. There's no denying that. And anyone that tells you different, you know, this participation foolishness and all this stuff, it's laughable. It's not even hardly worth my time to even try to get into that. The winning is fun. It It is fun. But if you lose and everybody loses, you can learn. You can learn. And that is very valuable to learn what you can learn out of the loss and out of the defeat. So then you say, you know, I mean, you know, you win some, you lose some. But even the ones I lose, I actually still win because I learn from it. I don't just walk away with nothing. And that helps me to win the next time. And I'm able to do better the next time because of that. And so that's the kind of mentality to have in your in your mind. Here's another one. Success is many times preceded by failure. You know, you take a risk and it doesn't work and you fail. But people with, again, the right positive mindset know that it's about rising when you fall until you finally succeed. Try, try again. I mean, these some of these things, you know, they're they're not all that new. They're just, maybe I'm repackaging them to a certain extent. But the bottom line in all this is is just that. Listen, life is full of failures, and you know you try things. They don't always work, but but they can be feedback for you. You can fail forward. You absolutely can fail forward. You know you fail forward enough times, you can fail your way right into success. I mean that's just an absolute truth. 
So failure, again, I've talked about this in previous episodes in great detail. So I, I'm not going to devote too much time because you can go back and listen to episodes where I spent an entire episode talking about failure and success and all those uh, the success. I've talked more over 150 plus episodes about success than any other theme. And I've talked about happiness and stress and you know many, many other decisions, many other topics and themes, influence. I mean, on and on and on it goes. But more than anything, success, you can find many different episodes that'll address that. All right, here's another one. My perception of my life, not my circumstances, determine my happiness. Circumstances come and go. Sometimes it's good, sometimes not so good. But how you perceive those circumstances ultimately determines how happy you're going to be. So if your happiness is based on your circumstances, it's going to it's going to affect it. Now, there are those who would argue especially in saying Christian circles, that this is where the difference is between happiness and joy. Joy is something that you can always have because joy is based on the fact that, you know, God has a plan for your life and God is always at work. And so you can be joyful knowing he's working things out for your good, whereas happiness is more dependent on circumstances. Absolutely don't argue with that at all. I mean, that's absolutely correct way of understanding the difference between joy and happiness. All I'm saying here in terms of, you know, your perception determines your happiness is simply really to kind of merge in this particular case, a proper understanding of joy with a more, say, secular or current contemporary understanding of happiness. Just simply to say that your happiness is not dependent on your circumstances. Your happiness is, in fact, dependent on your perception of what is taking place in your life. And if you believe that that things are working for you, that God has a plan, then you can just be happy even if temporary circumstances aren't exactly the way you want them to be. Here's another one. Don't take it personal. And being able to shrug things off including how someone, you know, sort of treats you. It's it's important. People, you know, you can experience people in ways that aren't very pleasant. Their behavior isn't the greatest. And even if it upsets you the way you're, they're treating you, and there's nothing wrong with that because you, you should not have to take being mistreated. Taking it personally usually ends up with you, you being more upset than you, than you need to be. And I used to say to my staff all the time, don't take it personal. And, and this is the story that I would tell them. If you're, in, if you're in the middle of a battle and bullets are flying, you, know, you don't just stand up and say, why are you shooting at me? You're, they're shooting because you're, you're in a battle. And, and, and life has a lot of battles. There's a lot of battles going on. And right now we're seeing it right in front of us. The ultimate existential battle between good and evil. Good and evil. We've seen incredible evil displayed. And so evil has to be uh, defeated and good has to triumph. So this is just a good way to say, you know, I'm not going to take it personally. 
because it's a battle, it's it's a war, and in the middle of that, things happen, and so I'm going to be able to see it from that kind of perspective, the perspective of someone who says, yeah, I'm in a battle, and in a battle, bullets fly, and stuff happens, and uh, I, I'm not going to, to take it personally. And, and I also think, if you just want to expand it just a bit here, a couple other things would be just like, you know, people meant well, like sometimes people mean well, and then just the way they say it or do it is just messed up. By the way, we do the same thing. So before we point at other people, you know, the, their heart's in the right place, but they sort of mess it up on the delivery. And another is just really trying to put yourself in other people's shoes and, um, Hurting people hurt people, man. I've said it for years. Hurting people hurt people. People that are hurting end up hurting other people. And really, it's it's not really you. You just are, unfortunately, the person who's there at the time that is on the receiving end. But people are hurting and they just kind of, you know, verbally vomit all over you or in other ways do things that are hurtful. And again, I'm not saying that you... Just say, well, someone can treat me however I want. But just understand that, really, uh, you'd be surprised the things people are, are going through. We don't know anything about. And then they act in ways that aren't pleasant. Just don't take it personal. And just move on with your life. And don't get more upset than you need to be and take away your happiness. Here's another one. Uh, when I give, uh, I receive. This is what the Bible says. It's more blessed to give than to receive. So, you know, when you just, um, when you're willing to give, it's amazing what happens. It's really amazing. You know, that you can really uh, see some amazing things when you just have a kind of abundance mentality, a, a generosity mindset. And you think in terms of, I'm going to be uh, on the giving side and I will receive in all kinds of ways, you know, all kinds of ways. I, I will be I will be on the receiving end of all kinds of blessings that will come my way. Everything happens for a reason. In, in other words, you know, life happens doesn't always go as planned but what good does it do you to you know waste your time and get yourself upset being negative about it and and again it's this is really something for you it's not you know great to say to somebody else you know they're going through something everything happens for a reason you know just say it to yourself these are statements you say to yourself about your own particular reason the Bible says it this way, all things work together for good for those that love God and are called according to his purpose. So you just, you love God, you love the Lord, you love Jesus, and God calls you for a purpose in your life, and he can take even bad things and make them into good things. He is the expert at turning a tragedy into a triumph. He has a way of taking bad and making good he has a way of taking death and bringing about a resurrection this is what this is what the lord does this is what he specializes in doing and we're so fortunate and blessed that we are on the receiving end of it
All right, here's another one. What, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, right? You know, I mean, it's been around forever. Kelly Clarkson then sang the song. But I mean, you know, can't come out on top, uh, you know, all the time. But, you know, hey, you're still alive. I, I, I have said this phrase so many times in my life. Nobody died. Nobody died. Now, that doesn't always work. You know, when my mom died, I was like, well... This is really tough, and I can't say that now. So there are exceptions. Obviously, there are real losses. But in comparison with all the things that can happen, most of the time, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And another way of saying that or another way to think of it is, you know, this is bad. This is tough. This is difficult. But nobody died. And when, you, again, you look at the circumstance of people that not only lost loved ones, but lost them in some of the most horrific and brutal and just horrible, grotesque, unacceptable ways, you can say, you know what? Okay, I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to go through this. I'm going to come out on the other side of it, and I'm going to be stronger because of it. Now, this next one, let's we can say, you know, it's not about the results. It's about the effort. And yes, it's not about the results. It's about the effort. I have one of my phrases, you know, impact over outcome. Focus on impact over outcome. Same same kind of thing. So it's not about the results, about the effort. Effort will lead to ultimately leads to success. Results, you know. They sometimes don't lead to more success, but effort will lead to more success. Sometimes, you know, you can uh, just feel good about the effort that you put into something. Impact over outcome. Why? Because impact, you can control. Outcome, you can't. I mean, you can do a lot of things right and still end up not getting the right impact. It happens. And you just have to be able to say, I put in the effort. And it's not about the results. I can't control everything. I the part that I can control, I gave I gave my best effort and the impact was outstanding. The outcome, I mean, there's you know, it's just always amazing. You can talk about this in business, church, sports, where you just look around and you go, something isn't right. I mean, these these people are winning, they're growing, they're succeeding, and we're we're not and what we do is better and if you've had a chance to travel around like i have and see a lot believe me it is amazing like just i would just look at things that there's no way these people are gonna win there's no way they're gonna grow it's just not gonna be successful and then somehow amazingly it ends up because god can just bless anything and then it happens and then other people, you go, man, you know, this is really looks good. They're doing all the right stuff. You, you would expect better results than what they're getting. But you know what? It can still happen. It can still happen. All right. Back to failure. Just, just another way of looking at it. I embrace failures as gifts for growth. When you have a positive outlook, then, you know, you just say, okay, there's life lessons here to be learned. I want to grow. I want to have a growth mindset. And part of having a growth mindset is is just embracing the losses and just being able to say I'm on I'm on a path. I'm on the right path. I'm going to get there and getting there involves 
having to experience some things that I would prefer not to experience, but they will ultimately help me to grow and become the person that uh, God created me to be and I can ultimately live out my purpose for this life that I've been given. So I talked about this several different ways in these 15 because this is a big one and so I want to try to flesh it out in a few different ways and kind of have some phrases you can say to yourself. And then this is the final one. Number 15, life's not fair, but God is good. It's true. There's highs and there's lows in life. There are things that happen, again, going back to impact and outcome failures, all this stuff, you know, just things that happen. You're like, how did we lose? How did that not work? Why is this happening? This isn't fair. This person over here gets it. I don't. This thing works. This doesn't. And and you know what? you can make a case for it. You can make a case for it. And you, you know, you, things are just, you know, you can't always win. You're not always going to be happy about things, but life might not be fair. And by the way, Jesus never taught that life was fair. He told the story, you know, the tower fell on the people whose fault was it? You know, it's nobody's fault. Like it's not, Life's not fair, but God's goodness is a reality. And even if you don't experience it over here, you'll experience it over here. And of course, this is why gratitude's so important because you spend enough time really pondering these things and you realize, wow, God's goodness is here, here, there, there, over there, over there. Oh yeah, here, there. It's so many places. We focus on the one thing that's unfair or the two things that are unfair. You missed a hundred blessings and goodness of God in our lives. So that's why it's important to say, you know, it's not fair, but God's good. And God's going to take care of me and bless me and, and care for me. Now here's 15. Let these phrases become a part of your mind set. Let, just let them run over in your mind, whether you say them out loud or say them in your head. This is, this is the way to go, friends. Stop saying the negative ones. Start saying these positive ones. It'll bless your life. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.